Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Witty Bitch Podcast. It's me, Allison Rook. Guess what? She's wittier, she's bitchier, and she's alive. She's not dead, or at least she's not dead yet. (laughs) And we'll start with that. Today on the podcast, we are going to do something that I think it's unprecedented. Unprecedented. (laughs) The way that Clinton was. Unprecedented. (laughs) You know the word I'm trying to say. (laughs) I get for clucked when I have to, when I, when I do these things alone. (laughs) But I never thought I would do this. And trust me, we're going to talk about housewives eventually. We can only do so much fighting over picnic tables though, right? Let's, whatever. But we will, it will be discussed, I promise. But no, but this episode today is, let me tell you what, we're just covering the halftime show. I never thought I would go from Bravo to sports, but I think this halftime show needs to be covered. Also, if you have ever known me, which I hope you all feel like you know me, I, I, I feel like I know you. We're all friends, right? I sound like the Hurley boy from that uh, Adam Sandler and Chris Farley sketch. <laughs> you know me. Just let me sleep. In, let me sleep in the corner. Let me let, let me stay in your house. Let me t- <laughs> no, but I think you know we wouldn't think because you know I go Bravo full tilt all the way. I love I love my Bravo, and I'm not a sports girl. I don't like. I'm just. It's just not my. That's just not my business. However, I feel like the Super Bowl is kind of, it's this, I would call it not sports, but it's a pop culture event every year. So you want to see it. You want to see what's going on. You know, like we want to see, like, I want to be in the room where it happens. I want to do all of that. Like, but I also iconically are just, like, if you, you can ask anyone that I've ever had, like any roommate I've had. Any ex-boyfriend I've had, I just went into Lisa Barlow voice, any ex-boyfriend I've had. <laughs> but like, I, with the, I'm the worst sleeper. I do not, I don't sleep well, but like somehow every year, it's like my body knows the Super Bowl is on. So I fall asleep and then I wake up with it, like, just, just in time for the halftime show. Like, I'm, I'm ready. Like, I'm just like, okay, let's, and then, and then I go straight back to sleep. Usually with, like, a, like, a, like a buffalo chicken dip, but this year I didn't have that. That's okay. We didn't need that. You know, we've all, we've all put on some COVID weight. Looking at you, 50 Cent. Just kidding. I'll get to that. That was rude. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it. We're going to get to all of it. But seriously, I love all of you. I love my podcast. I love my brand. It's all housewives. You know I love the housewives. Come on. Who who like who doesn't love the housewives more than me? But I think we need like time needs to be given to this halftime show. And that's why I'm also recording early. Like just I don't know how to properly put music in, but I'm going to figure it out. Without getting sued, Cardi B, please don't sue me. But so I just wanted to cover, I wanted to do a quick episode of the halftime show from the Super Bowl because 
I think this was truly iconic. And even ahead of that, I know, so obviously it was, what, Cincinnati versus the Rams. I found out, you guys, this is how bad I am at sports. I found out hours later because I was woken up by sirens. <laughs> like, because I live in, I'm not going to tell you exactly where I live, but I live within Hollywood, so everyone was freaking out and they're like we love the rams and i'm like how and again you guys like right back tune in uh like dm me but like i'm like having the rant they've been a team for like three months and we're just (laughs) we're like yes (laughs) and i took i will say i took to instagram (laughs) To Instagram. (laughs) But, like, on a few accounts that were sports accounts, like, I know for a fact, sorry, Barstool, but I, like, I was, like, I bleed Rams. Like, I just, like, wrote that comment. I was, like, that's what I do. (laughs) Because, like, let's be real. This isn't... I love that victory for us or for whoever. It's, you guys, it's a game. It's a football game everyone calm down you know but as I passionately talk about a halftime show during that game I say I I will wake up for I get up for every single one like I'm like all right I'm ready like but truly my mind was blown and do not or not, I mean, I can't tell you what to do. Do do whatever you want. But just don't judge me. I'm still figuring out the editing in terms of music on here. So I can't put in all the all the little clips I want to. But I was like, this needs to be getting out. Like, I, I need to, I want to put this out in the world. And I hope that it, I hope that, this halftime show brought everyone else as much joy as it brought me because it did. And I spoke to a friend of mine before the Super Bowl happened. Uh, I talk about it like it's a <laughs> before. <laughs> we live in a pre and a post Super Bowl world. <laughs> There's nothing in between. <laughs> But he pointed out to me very astutely, and I'm trying to get him on the pod soon because uh, I I know what music I like, but I don't know music. I really am not. If you want to talk about reality TV, I'm here all day long. Like I I can do it. I can do all of that. But music wise, if you want knowledge, you know, I it's it's like go ahead. Like, I will ask if they're like, if I have a question, I'm like, I'll ask. And that's who I went to. But he pointed out like, hey, this is really actually important because it's the first time we've really had. And correct me if I'm wrong, please, please do. But the first time we've had just a full blown, quote unquote, hip hop performance at the Super Bowl, which we did like. 
we've never, and I was like, you're right. We actually never have, you know, like we've had McCartney, which is the opposite of hip hop. <laughs> it's, it's simply having a very good Christmas time, McCartney, <laughs> which is funny because he's my favorite Beatle, but I'm going to, I, I will save you all from my, from my Beatles impressions because I'm bad at all of them. But if I get this friend on the show, we will be doing Beatles impressions because I found out that he's very good at them. But no, it's just I was like, oh, there is a lot of importance. And then I was like, obviously, we're it's in L.A. Uh, and I don't I'm not going to sit there and watch the game. I won't. But I'm not going to play dumb. Obviously, I knew the Super Bowl was happening because mostly because of the traffic, you guys, there was a lot of traffic. <laughs> it was, it was bad. <laughs> but I also knew because my body literally went to sleep all day and then woke up just for the halftime show and then went back to sleep. But I think this halftime show was iconic. Like when have we ever, so let's get into it right now. And again, I want to insert the music, and I might, but if not, I, I watched, you guys, I watched tutorials all day on how to, like, the right way to put music into this, like, into, and I was like, I couldn't get my head, like, I just couldn't get it yet. It's going to happen. The quality will improve very soon. It's not, it's not a big deal, but I was just like. I was like, either way, you know what? It's not about the music. It's about the halftime show. It's not about the fucking music. It's, to quote James Kennedy of Vanderpump Rules, it's not about the pasta. It's not about the, it's not about the effing pasta. It's not about the fucking pasta. It's, <laughs> but in terms of music, it is about this music, and it's that halftime show. So we start out with, Dr. Dre just playing us in real smooth. And I was like, I already felt like every bit of serotonin that could ever have like, within a 25 mile radius, just, just, I lit up and I was like, all right, I'm in like, but we start with that. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's, it's the mother D O double G Snoop dog. To which I will say Snoop Dogg, one, as everyone knows, I have a history of weird crushes, like truly weird, weird crushes. And Snoop Dogg was like, like that's my, that was my first. It was Snoop Dogg, Chris Farley, and Patrick Swayze. I don't know why. I can't tell you guys why. I don't know. Like, but but his sweat his sweatsuit, I guess you'd say. Yeah, like athleisure. That's got to be what was that? Versace? Was it Gucci? It's got I I feel like it was a Versace. A Versace, if you will, from Showgirls. But I was like, damn. I was like Dre and Snoop look really good. I was like, they're just fucking killing it. And I literally immediately took every vitamin I had and 
pounded like five liters of water because I was like, if these men can be doing this like at this age, and I'm not age shaming, I'm just I'm just appreciating pure talent because like we all got hey during this we all got taken to church and to school and we needed to we needed like i needed this this status of stuff and the funny thing it's i know i'm all over the place blah 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 but uh, I had been a little, like a little bit stressed out before watching the Super Bowl, and for, you know, for some reason, but not for some reason. But when I'm stressed, I watch the VMAs, the Britney Spears, Madonna, Christina one, because it, like, it just, I'm like, if Britney can do that, I can do anything, and. And that's not true because Britney's a queen. Like, what a strong queen. But if you watch that performance, my favorite part is that's back in the days when, like, the VMAs, when it was just kind of like, like, they would do all the cuts to the crowds and, like, you would get to see all the celebrities reacting to each other and things like that. So... But it's just funny because in that particular performance, it cuts to, let's see, I mean, obviously, Justin, uh, Boo Hiss, but they cut to like 50 Cent, and this is back when he was dating Vivica A. Fox. Also, don't worry, Bravo listeners, fans, we're going to get to the Fofty of it all. Fofty. Money by Monday, Randall. <laughs> but it cuts to 50. It cuts to Eminem, who's like being very serious and wearing glasses in that performance. And Mary J. Blige, who it cuts to Mary J. during Christina's, like when she comes out with that, like a virgin. <laughs> Woo! Touched by... But, but she's just like scowling at Christina Aguilera. And I'm like, I love that marriage. Like, I was like, you have my heart already. But good Lord, does she have my heart after this Super Bowl performance? But it was funny that I had spent a lot of the morning like watching that because somehow everyone came back from that. And it does, it cuts to Snoop at the end of it. Uh, by the time that they just randomly, after Madonna does her, Madonna, who I think is a succubus. <laughs> I said it. I said what I said there. But after she does her Hollywood thing, they have then Missy Elliott, who I fucking love. And I was, I, I was hoping for, I was hoping for Missy to show up during the halftime show, but, you know, but like they, but it cut. Like, during Missy Elliott's performance of the VMAs, I believe it's 2017, I would have... Actually, I wouldn't have to Google it. I know. I know what I know there. But it cuts to Snoop Dogg. He's just, like, giggling, and he's like, this is too much. I'm not doing this. Like, like I feel like he looks 
straight at the camera and is like, <laughs> no. But God, those are the glory days of like the VMAs back when it was just fun to watch award shows because of the, they would do like the whole, all the drama of like everyone's, everyone's watching everyone and everyone's reaction and et cetera. And, but I feel like this performance brought us back there. Okay. So we're, so we're, yeah, we're talking about <laughs> the halftime show. <laughs> I was just reading my notes. <laughs> I wish you guys could see. My notes look insane. Like if I, if I ever, God forbid, if I ever pass, which I, I mean, eventually, but hopefully not soon. But, uh, but if you saw my notes, they look, they look like chicken scratch, but it's, it makes sense to me. <laughs> and I wrote, uh, these icons just took us to church, to school, threw water in our face, and then brought us back home. Like, <laughs> they did it all. Because like, we got everyone. So we start with, so yeah, like I said, Dre and Snoop, iconic. And just, I mean, I love that set. Did you get, like, just the, like, the way that set was? I loved it. I'll, like, going, it was, like, basically, like, kind of, in case anyone didn't see it, it's, like, a, like a bunch of, I would say it's almost a menagerie. Like, it's, it's like, these houses, which also made me be, like, I was, like, is Kanye going to be involved? Because it looked a little bit like the Donda set. I will say that. But, uh, but Kanye got himself involved, and we will discuss that as well. And then my other note is, <laughs> you guys, I really, I really went in deep on, on Snoop's sweatsuit. I was like, I need, <laughs> my next note is just Snoop's sweatsuit. Not kidding. I want, I need. <laughs> and then we got, um, who came next? We got uh, Kendrick Lamar, who I think did an amazing job. He also got a jab in at Cuddy, which comes to our Kanye thing, if you think about it. Because Kanye, during the performance, if you guys don't know, Kanye brought Wild West to a new meaning uh, with, his, with his tweets that have gone on for, I believe, 48 hours at this point. And I have nothing but empathy, love, and compassion for anyone going through anything but he's really going for it. Like he, he just went for it. He was like, he was like, Kid Cudi, you're not on my album because of like, because you're talking a you know who. And like, and I'm like, who's you know who? And I actually really don't know who. He, but, but then Kid Cudi responded and was like, I don't want to be on your album, you dinosaur. <laughs> well, he actually said, it's my podcast, so I can curse. But. He said, I don't want to be on your album, you fucking dinosaur. <laughs> I love, I, I hate that they're both going through a feud, whatever, but I just love that as an insult. Like the next time, if I'm ever in an argument, I'm going to say, I don't want to do that, you dinosaur, you fucking dinosaur. <laughs> but um, I just love it because what would the seats cost for the Super Bowl? And again, I'm not a, 
not a sports girl, but I'm, I'm assuming that those seats cost a lot of money. Uh, so Kanye just being there and like just spending, instead of watching the show, just, just tweeting, just like being like, screw it. I'm going to get in some Twitter fights as I have been for 48 hours. (laughs) But yeah, but so, so Kendrick Lamar comes out. Um, and I feel like, and this was me, like I, I always, I love a cameo. I want, like, I was just hoping for someone extra. Like, I just wanted, and we are, I, not that we needed more, because again, I think this was an iconic performance all around, seriously. But the choreography reminded me a lot of, of old school Janet Jackson. And we all know that Janet Jackson was done dirty at the Super Bowl. Like, she, you know, we know what Justin Timberlake did to her and how it, hurt her reputation like essentially for to this day so if she never wants to come back I totally get that but just some of that choreography specifically of the during the Kendrick Lamar performance like with the box it just just something reminded me of Janet and I was like I was like oh my god is Janet Jackson are we gonna get like a a Janet cameo like but but we did not. My next note is just the fofty of it all. Okay, if, if you guys don't know about fofty, you're about to know. I'm about to let you know. Sit down. Sit down because we're going to Bravo class. <laughs> so fofty, aka 50 Cent, who I feel, I feel bad about this because... Look, I live in Hollywood, whatever. Everyone's judgmental. We've done it to women for years, but I think a lot of people are like, whoa, he's looking rough. And I'm like, yeah, we're in a pandemic. So, and also he doesn't look rough. He looks totally fine. However, whoever put him in that, like the outfit he was in, and I was like, do we need to start out on the, like upside down on the pull-up bar, which I know that that was this thing, but that was, what, 16 years ago, so maybe we don't have to do that, but maybe we do. But just, I was like, I think it's the outfit, because if you look at him, I'm like, he looks like a, like a perfectly healthy man. <laughs> There's nothing, because everyone was like, whoa, you look, someone gained weight. <laughs> and I'm like, guess what? All of us gained weight. <laughs> During COVID, or at least, you know what? I can't speak for all of us, but I'll, I'll tell you. Quarantine 15. And then we got, then we got, whew, guys, full chills. I'm getting chills because we got Mary J. Blige. And she came out. She said, guess what? We're not playing. Like, that's when I, I watched it in my apartment alone. That's fine. I watch a lot of things in my apartment alone. Secrets out. But her, like, they took the sexy white boots away from the green M&M and Mary J. Blodge said, no, hold my beer. I'm doing all of this. But we got, yeah, oh, everything. Like, her performance, are you kidding me? And the way she looked, are you kidding me? Are you is everyone kidding? Like, like, I was like, what am I watching right now? Is this a fever dream? 
and maybe it is a fever dream. Maybe, maybe everyone's going to listen to the podcast and be like, it's a fever dream. Allison's just making up a story. But if I'm making up a story, it's, it's, Hey, it's a hell of a story, but gorgeous. And then when she brought out, when she brought out no more drama, I was like, I had to, I had to cover my mouth. Like I, (laughs) and again, I'm alone. So it's like, why am I covering my mouth? I was like, Oh, I was like, she's not doing no more drama. Like (laughs) I can't, I cannot. cannot. (laughs) Cause I like, it feels like a deep cut, even though I know it was, uh, very successful song, but I was just like, you're giving me my childhood. I also, in that moment, realized, and I saw, uh, I wish I, I should know the account that I, that I'm going to quote from, but, um, that like that it was like, oh, finally they're doing a Super Bowl halftime show for us young people. And then they were like, and then it takes 10 seconds to realize, oh, no, we're just old now. <laughs> we're all old. Like, I was like, oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm <old laughs> But when she brought out No More Drama, I, like, the way when she fell on the floor, or also I would not say fell, because it was a, you know, it was choreographed. She, but I was like, that's how I feel right now. And I immediately was Googling white boots. I was like, where can I get some white, <laughs> just some white thigh-high boots? I was like, give me, give me the boots. I want the boots and I want everything. I want, I want all of it. She gave us all of it. She gave us everything. And then, then, oh, you know what? I think Mary J was on before Kendrick because Kendrick came on right before Eminem, who we're about to get into. You guys want to get into Eminem? Because if you thought I had a weird crush on Snoop Dogg, boy, <laughs> let's let's bring Eminem up. Let's let's do the Eminem of it all. Uh, but as soon as I heard like <laughs> the start of that, I was like, "All right, let's go." I was like, "I'm already on my like." I was already like pumped. <laughs> but I was like, "All right, here we go. We're doing it." But they brought out that song from Eight Mile. The palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on a sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. He's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my god! I was like, We're doing Eight Mile right now because as much as I'm an Eminem fan. To this day, I have not seen 8 Mile because uh, when I was younger, when I was little, it was, Eminem was not to be listened to in the home. Because <laughs> in whatever, problematic, etc., but just I know I was like not allowed to. It was like I think seventh grade when Eight Mile came out, or no, I know I know for a fact it was seventh grade, um, because yeah, just I wasn't allowed to go see it. Like I wasn't, I couldn't see the movie. And to this day, I have not seen it. Just out of on my end, pure laziness. Like if you give me TV shows, I will watch them 
all day. Like I will watch a TV show. I will binge watch something like just like, give me Arrested Development. Give me BoJack Horseman. Give me, I can't even think of the shows that I've binge watched. You guys know any housewives. Like I'll do, I'll do Vanderpump Rules all, all damn day. But if you're like, oh, sit and watch a movie. I'm like, well, that's a commitment, (laughs) which is silly. But the thing with 8 Mile, the one thing I remember is that I couldn't, so I was not allowed to go see it, but I was in seventh grade and my uh, history teacher went on a tirade. It was like, I was at the premiere of 8 Mile last night and I was like, we're in Virginia, so you're not, (laughs) like, I was like, by premiere, do you mean... You went to see the movie, but then was like, but then she was like, and that got me thinking about September 11th. <laughs> and I was like, okay, like, where are we going with this? And then just went on a full, like 20 minutes of just nonsense talking about Eight Mile and September 11th. And again, I, I have not seen the film Eight Mile, but I don't think any of it has to do with September 11th, but then just ended with, an, and on that, I stand with America. <laughs> that is me. I stand with America. If there's one stance I have, it is with America because I will always remember. I was like, that's okay. We're, she's starting. She's, she, she's starting. And hey, you, you know what you guys, I stand with America too. I also stand with the whole world. Can we just all stand together? (laughs) But the other thing with 8 Mile is that lyric that like, there's vomit on a sweater already, mom spaghetti. One, who wears a sweater to a rap battle? But two, to this day, I've been afraid to eat spaghetti because I associate it with vomiting. I don't want to vomit up the spaghetti. What if I'm in a rat battle wearing a sweater and then I vomit up mom's spaghetti? That... Look, Marshall Mathers can pull it off. I can't pull it off. I can't. Uh... And then he did take a knee and I was like, yes, yes, yes. I love that. And I know a lot of people on Instagram and everything else, all, all the accounts were like, like maybe bro was just tired and needed a break. And it's like, maybe he was. I can't, I can't imagine performing at the caliber that everyone involved in this gave us. Like, so it's like, but it was obviously a statement and a good statement in my opinion. Actually, no, I'm not going to just say my opinion. It was a good statement there. I liked, I liked what was being done there. And then, then we came back. Then we got Dre and Snoop again. And I was like, they're not about it. They hit us with the chronic. They hit us with the chronic. I was like, no, we're not. (laughs) I fully wasn't there. And I just loved also that it cut to Mary J and 50 watching momentarily before they rejoin the performance but like but Mary J put on this like glamorous hat I'm a hat girl 
you know that I love hats, but that and but just like watching and jamming out, and I was like, I I love this. I was like, I want, I just want all of this forever. And then everyone rejoined on stage afterwards, but but the energy, the talent, the just the pure like, hey, I built this. I've been doing like they've been doing this for longer than I've been alive. Like that's the show we just saw was incredible and it took us back and also it brought us forward and I love that. So I I'm sorry you got like actually I'm not going to apologize, but like I had to talk about the halftime show. You know I'm a Bravo girl, I'm not a Super Bowl girl, I'm not a sports fan. And truly it took me until it took me until this morning. So as of right now I'm recording, it's Monday evening cuz I had computer issues. But so it, it wasn't until Monday morning around 5 because there were still sirens going off that I like woke up and I was like, "Geez." Like I was like, "What's going on? It's so loud. It's so loud." It's like, good Lord. Because, again, I wake up for the halftime show, and then I then I shut it down. I, I John Taffer that. I go, shutting it down. I shut it down. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I was like, God, why is it so loud? I was like, they either won or lost. Who knows? Let's, let's. So I checked the internet, and that, was, and that was that. I was like, oh, we won. Good for us, I guess. What? And again, hey, everyone that woke me up with the sirens and the freaking out in the streets, can you guys, can we calm down? It's a game. Like, I wish, I wish we were allowed to riot in the streets after like housewives reunions and things like that. And it's just like, well, you know, that that's going to happen with sports. That's how it goes. Like, <laughs> but it's like, oh, if I... But if we talk about Bravo for a second, like everyone's gonna, like, it's like, don't be crazy. And I'm like, well, but like, I got woken up at 4 a.m. from people being like, woo, woo, love it, go Rams, I bleed Rams, Rams till I die. And like, and I'm like, they just got started, like, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, two months ago, or how long? The rant, or they've been a team for maybe, I'll be real, maybe a year or two years, but it's not like we have like some sort of rich history. And either way, I don't, rich history or not, can sports fans calm the fuck down? Like, just calm down. There's no reason to be freaking out in the streets at 4 a.m. That's just, you gotta stop. You gotta calm down. But the point of it was like that. The halftime show, woof, chef's kiss. I've, you guys, I've watched it so many times. I can't even tell you, like, just so many times. And it, the levels of just, like, a pure, natural, like, I'm like, this is just, this is serotonin hitting me right now. I'm just like, I'm in. Like, it, like it's like a natural high. I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Give me all of it. And especially give me, I'm so serious, give me Snoop Dogg's sweatsuit because I, that look, 
there's a certain lyric where it's like looking like I love like what does it say looking like I'm Rob Liberace and I was like it looks like that but Liberace wishes he dressed so well <laughs> like I'm like give me that sweatsuit I'm sure it costs more than the rent that I pay in a year but I don't care I loved like the sweatsuit the hair the the necklace all of it I loved everything just oof, oof. you guys still getting chills just still getting chills about the whole performance I loved it and again I'm gonna work on getting my music stuff correct in here like how to insert clips of certain things but I was like no matter what even even if I can't insert the clips I wanted to post about that today because it's certainly been on my mind I want to know if it's on your mind and that's that all right uh, see you guys tomorrow because we'll talk about Salt Lake <laughs> we're gonna talk about late Hey, if you want to hear a podcast, hey, it's me, Lisa Barlow. If you want to hear a podcast about ladies fighting over a picnic table, then this is the place to go. Witty bitch is the place to be. <laughs>